Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi there. Happy day six of the program. We are winding down prep week another couple of days. So we go right through each day of the week before we switch it up on a Monday. So that will make more sense moving forward. We can actually start making changes to the food plan. So if you haven't seen it yet, be sure to check out the program overview in it. We talk about how each week is going to have a different tweak and focus. And eventually we're going to be phasing you off this food plan where you're eating five, six times a day. If you're having breakfast, we're going to be switching things up, the kinds of foods that you can eat. We're going to switch those up slightly. So for example, the fruit snack on its own right now is for a rhyme and a reason. If you review the food plan video, I talk about about that um, down the road you'll be able to switch that up completely or add a protein and fat with it so we are gonna be making changes um, the afternoon two afternoon snacks will drop down to one again there's a rhyme and a reason to everything the program is very forward-moving where one week leads into the next leads into the next and everything builds so for example the goal of the program and it's exciting because we um, we talked about the science Saturdays you're definitely gonna to want to check out the first science Saturday post that we're gonna air next week it's also in the book and also in the app, so you can you can um, look at, ahead at that. But in it, we talk about set point theory and the fact that that's what we're really focused on here. So it's one thing to lose weight, eat less, exercise more, force your body to burn fat, drop the weight real quick. You always gain it back plus more every single time because your body will bring you, always bring you back to that set point. If you force your body to burn fat, it will burn the fat, but then it'll store it all back plus more thinking that it needs to do that. So it'll bring you right back to the point that you were before you lost the weight plus more for a little just you know a little extra um and so what we're trying to do is decrease or lower your set point so your set point is the weight that your body is used to functioning at where your 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 metabolism is built around it and your blood flow and your your hormones and your body like everything is 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 factored in around a set point there's it fluctuates you know it's there's a range it's not just one number um and so your body's used to functioning that's what's comfortable for your body and so what we're doing is we're losing weight in a healthy way helping the give the body what it needs, help the body release that fat. And so when your weight drops, this is why plateaus are really important. You want your weight to stabilize at that weight, which is what a plateau is. It's your body taking time to adjust to the weight that you've lost. And then you're going to lose more weight. And then your body's going to adjust to that. And you're going to lose more weight. And your body's going to adjust to that. And while you're constantly giving it what it needs, as opposed to starving and depriving, which is reinforcing the fact that you need that fat. So constantly giving the body what it needs so it no longer feels the need to store fat, helping it specifically focus on releasing the fat and doing that systematically so you're actually lowering your set point and then once you're done losing your weight you're going to put time into helping the body solidify your new weight so your new weight becomes your new norm and becomes your new set point so this is something that we do gradually over the course of the 91 days and one of the ways that we do that and to help also speed up the fat loss process in the process is by making those tweaks each week. Right now, you're really focused on building a super strong foundation. Um, like Think of it, uh, we talk about building the house, right? So we give you a plot of land when you start the program. Each each week, we give you tools. Every day, you show up and you work towards building your house, this house that you're building in. You don't start with walls and roofs and windows. You start with a nice, strong foundation. 
the stronger your foundation, you know, the more effective this process is going to be for you. Um, I know some of you are hit and miss because you're counting, weighing, measuring, you're afraid to eat as often, you are skipping meals and snack purposely. You really want to avoid that. Eating less under eating is actually not going to get you ahead because it just prolongs your body feeling the need to store fat. So the more consistent you can be in following the food plan, like we've helped hundreds of thousands of people run through the program. We've great, we have great, um, we have phenomenal statistics. Um, not only talk about the amount of weight that people can lose while following the program um, and the sustainability factor, but all the amazing health, um, all, all the health benefits the program has as well. So there's a rhyme and a reason to it. And I know it might seem a little different than any diet or counterintuitive to other diets that you've done, but that's a good thing because those diets don't work or they, they work. You'll be able to lose weight. You just won't be able to sustain it. And you know, a lot of you have been doing quick fixes for 20 years of your life longer even, you know what I mean? Like how's that quick fix working for you if you still find yourself still constantly trying to lose weight? So the goal around here is to lose it the right way, to lose it in a healthy way, to lose it in a way where mentally you're feeling super calm, you're in tune to your body's needs, you have a you know improved sense of self and relationship with yourself, to really move forward in your life and not stress about what you're eating and when or anything like that and know exactly what your body needs, being super in tune to it, to truly live your best life, you know, to truly live your best life. So there's a rhyme and a reason to it and very systematic. So my whole point being on Sundays, we roll out the guidelines for the next week. So tomorrow, pop into the group, review the guidelines for week one. Spoiler alert, not all that exciting, just more of the same. Trying to be more consistent with the changes that you've made. Some people take... Some people kind of like use prep week to kind of, you know, ease into this process and really gear, gear up and be ready for day one, you know, of, of week one, um, which is fine. Some of you are already diving right in and, and, and doing all the things. This is about your own individual journey. But regardless, it's a great idea that you're ready and up to speed for Monday and ready to roll, kind of wrap your head around that and then take it week by week by week moving forward. Um, you will notice, load up those questions, I'm going to get right to them. Um, you will notice also the program is run by 91 days. Today is day six. You will see that in the app. You will see it on the poster board uh, pinned to the top of the Facebook support page. So if ever you have to take time off the program and can't follow for whatever reason, not that you didn't follow perfectly or have a perfect day. The app isn't for tracking perfect days. You know, it's, you don't just show up on perfect days. Every day counts. The days that you are rocking it and the days that you're eating chip for, chips for breakfast, they all count because what you learn by indulging and not doing the things is just as important as what you learn by doing the thing. So it's not about being perfect, but you want to track the 91 days proper and say you go away on vacation and you just don't want to think about it, don't want to worry about it. You go away on work or you're sick and you can't follow. Then say today you, you do day, day six and then tomorrow you go away and you're away for a week. Well, when you come back, you're going to pick up on day seven. So the program, because it's so systematic, you don't want to skip ahead, skip weeks or anything like that, unless, um, you just started in the last couple days. So we've had some people just pop into the group recently, um, just start tracking that up recently. You can start from day one if you want and just follow behind in the program because the reality is most people get behind at some point and are following kind of behind where the group is actually at or get caught up in all the information and then skip ahead and start tracking where the group is at, pick up where we're at because it's still early enough to do that. All right, let's get into these questions. Um, was that my iPad of course has been so glitchy my goodness 
No, Gina, not trying for 20 years, 50 friggin' years. Yeah, I hear you, Anne. I hear you, Anne, for sure. Happy with my scale this week, down six pounds in total. So some of you are noticing the scales drop right away. That's how it is. Some of your bodies are going to be like, you give it what it needs. It's going to start releasing that fat. Others, your body's going to work behind the scenes, repairing, rebuilding, um, regenerating, rejuvenating, addressing issues and such. Both are totally normal. Whether you lose quickly in the beginning or you don't lose at all, it's zero indication how successful you will be. We're gonna highlight people, we're gonna tell stories, we're gonna let you know about people who didn't lose one pound until like week seven of the program and then went on to lose 40 pounds in the back end. So it's not about how quickly your weight starts dropping. I mean, it's great if it does, don't get me wrong, but it's really about showing up throughout the entire process and really being here in the end and seeing how it all accumulates. So whether your scale is dropping, which is exciting, or you know, you're feeling better energetically, some of you are already sleeping better, some of you are already excited because you're actually starting to poop more and be more regular, which is exciting. It's only been one week. It's only been one week. The first few weeks of the program are the hardest. And I know in a lot of diets that you've done, you perceive the first few weeks as the easiest and it gets harder as you go. This is actually the opposite. As you get going, your body, you become more in tune to your body's needs. Your body wants this fat just as much as you do. Gone. You know what I mean? So it actually gets easier as you go. So I always think that's exciting because, you know, you take what's happened this week and times it by the next 12 weeks you know the body doesn't fuck around it's so amazing what you can accomplish when you do it in a systematic way and you are being as consistent as possible with all the things that you're doing I know some of you are struggling getting that water in take your time with it you got time I know some of you are struggling with figuring out when to eat what to eat and all that take your time with it ask as many questions as you need because we are here for you um let me see. Feels great to be back on track. Not that I went off rails at Christmas. Hi, Yvette. I definitely indulged, but I just knew when to put the brakes on and back to pre-Christmas weight and feeling amazing and ready for my finally in February. I love that. So we have a lot of returning members who obviously had to navigate the holidays. Um, if you're a new member, kind of take note of that, which is really exciting. It means that they went through the program, they lost their weight, they had a uh, great time at Christmas, indulging in the things, they're back and their weight is right back down. And we are going to teach you all about how to maintain and sustain your weight. We don't really get into that until the end of the program. There are people who are actually doing the program as a way to solidify their weight. Now, you don't have to do that. We're going to teach you a method where you can go on your own. It's not our jam to get people to keep signing up around here. We want you to lose your weight and get the fuck out and go live your life. Um, but we do have, you have a process to it. Finally and forever losing your weight, right? That's the big one. You lose it in the healthiest ways solidify your weight, put time into helping your body adjust to your new weight, make your new weight your new norm before you start challenging it. The, the third step is testing the water. So now that you've lost your weight, like the, during the weight loss process, you want to figure out what weight loss looks like and feels like to you. That's why it's a great idea to track your weight every day, assess how you're feeling, keeping a journal and such. Um, you know, and when you reach that kind of third stage of finally and forever, that's where you're testing the waters, trying to figure out what maintenance looks like and feels like to you. Like what's normal with fluctuations naturally on the scale, you know, um, just kind of, you know, you're getting, get even more in tune to your portion sizes, which we're Gonna start talking about in the next couple weeks and then the fourth stage of finally and forever is finally and forever that's where you wake up look good feel good you don't care or think what about what you're gonna eat not eat you're just so super in tune everything is just intuitive you know people like to throw it intuitive eating is the latest thing it's hard 
to um, really even talk about intuitive eating when people are so disconnected from themselves. Um, your body should tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. A lot of you, your body's not talking to you at all. Um, we're going to really work on that. That mind-body connection is a massive major focus. It's why you can't count, weigh, measure yourself into sustainable weight loss. Because counting, weighing, measured, it's, it's, um, it's outside of yourself. You're, you're not a machine. You can't count, weigh, and measure and figure shit out for yourself. You really have to internalize it all and be super in tune. By the end of this program, you're going to be able to look at your food and know if it's too much or, or not enough. You're going to know exactly how you feel um, after eating something without actually even eating it. Um, so that's a big focus that we have around here is just being super in tune, especially when it comes to those portions. And it's not something that you can do by just cutting and counting. So that's why right now it's so important to just really focus on giving your body what it needs and not trying to eat less. Eating to satisfaction for those of our returning members, you know what you need to do. Jump in right away. Start asking those four questions, right? Be super in tune to those portions. You want to eat just enough so you walk away you're feeling satisfied in that stuff. So our returning members, you guys be all in with those portions. Yes, you want to bring fresh eyes to the process, but you also want to take everything that you've learned into it and dive right into it with that way. So we're going to talk about portions. Um, if you are feeling a bit overwhelmed, it is helpful uh, to have a day of just flu. Is it, is it helpful to have a day? No, no. If, okay, this is this is real big. So uh, so let me read what you had to say. I love this, by the way. If you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, is it helpful to have a day of just fluid soups, etc., without meeting all the protein requirements? So you said overwhelmed or sickish. This is two different things. So juice cleanses, uh, detox teas, it's all fucking bullshit. It doesn't do anything for you. First of all, the body doesn't need help detoxing. We pay. It's a great question. We pay back the body's detox natural response. I know all. Listen. I know all the things and, and there's two different things. If you are sick, we have a sickness protocol in which you absolutely want to follow the program and the plan, but keep it nice and light. Skip meals and snacks if you're legitimately not hungry for them. So that's, that's one thing. So if you are legitimately sick, overwhelmed is one thing, sick is another. If you are legitimately sick, then you want to follow the sickness protocol. So if you're using the app, you can it's in the it's in the um, the browse all topics, or if you can just search sick sickness in the app, and it'll pop up the sickness protocol. If you have the book, which is still available on Amazon, by the way, um, we keep it on Amazon until about the last week of the program. Then we take it off and we switch it out because we have our new book coming. Um, the sickness protocol is in here, so you don't want to follow the sickness protocol. What you don't want to do when you're sick is force yourself to eat. That's for sure, because your body will keep you low energy. It'll draw on your energy reserves naturally. Your your body's not interested in you eating because it's trying to get the virus or sickness out. Sickness always leads to detox, so it's always going to be a benefit when you fall in the program if on either side of that you are giving the body what it needs, right? So, so you can actually use sickness to your advantage. Now, your body drawing on your, your, your emergency reserve when you are sick is totally different than starving yourself and depriving yourself when you're fully functioning. Um, one is natural process and actually will help release the fat because your body doesn't want extra fat, especially when you, you, you are sick. It wants you to be as healthy as possible. Um, but starving yourself is what's going to reinforce that when you're not. So that's one thing. Feeling overwhelmed, like that's a totally different thing. And I, I obviously I'm kind of like just kind of generalizing because I don't exact, know exactly what you mean. So sickness is one thing. Definitely keep it nice and light. Follow the sickness protocol. Don't force yourself to eat if you're not hungry. A lot of people will be like, I'm sick, but hell, come hell or high water, I'm following the program. Anyway, you don't have to do that. Just take care of yourself. Get lots of rest. Rather than have a steak and potatoes for lunch, you know, have like high protein, have some soup. So in that case, yes. Now, if you're feeling overwhelmed, 
or you're trying, you feel like you're behind, or you see people's scales dropping, you want to get caught up to where they are, because I know all the things. I know the, oh, I don't feel, I don't feel well today, I have a flu, I have sick, just because you don't want to eat, right? And I'm just being real, real about this. I'm not saying this is the case for you. Um, I'm saying that there is this mentality that I'm just going to not eat. I, I listen, I've worked with client, private clients for 30 years. I've heard it all. I know it all. I did it all myself, because I used to weigh over, you know, 200 and something pounds. So there was times when I felt like I was just like not where I wanted to be weight loss wise or following a diet, I would just make an excuse to not eat. So, oh, I don't feel well today, so I'm just going to not eat today. Thinking that if I keep it light for a couple of days, it's actually going to get me ahead. That's not going to get you ahead. Um, doing a juice cleanse or a drinking detox teas or anything, and I'm not saying that this is what you ask. I'm really super generalizing right now. Um, that is just prolonging. It's just like getting in your own way. It's like trying to use old diet ways to try to get ahead. And that's not going to get you ahead. And I say that not because you're doing that, whoever asked the question, but because this is what people do. So if, and I know it, I know that mentality, right? Oh, I'm just going to not eat for a few days or I'm going to take Gina's program that works really well. And if I just eat less on it or I skip some of the meals and snacks, that's going to help me get ahead. It's going to make it work faster for me. It actually won't make it work. It actually will work against you and everything that we're trying to do. So just be mindful of that. So overwhelmed, if you're feeling overwhelmed in life, like overwhelmed in the food plan, I, I don't care about that. Do what you need to do. Do the best that you possibly can, but don't pers don't purposely skip meals and snacks, right? Um, it, it's a bit of a learning curve and, and, and 100%, the sooner you start doing the things that you need to do, the sooner you're going to start to see and feel results. And you know, this is a, you just have to make time. And if you can't make the time, it's just going to take you longer to get the results, which is totally fine. Cause sometimes people just don't have the time. Like, but, but also on the other side of that, I've worked with, you, you I've worked with, I've worked with like airline pilots, you know, I've worked with, um, I've worked with anyone and everyone who could easily make up an excuse to, um, you know, not follow the, oh, I don't have time. I'm really busy. It's probably because you don't have time and really busy that you're carrying excess fat and you can't lose your weight. Like that's the reality. If you're extra busy and don't have time, you more than anyone else need to eat because it sounds like you're running yourself ragged. And if you're not giving your body what it needs, it'll just start storing fat to, to compensate for what you're not giving it, which is probably why you have weight to lose in the first place, right? So you can't keep doing doing the same thing and expect a different result. And with this program, just like anything else, it's like if you take a course and you want to pass at the end and you know, you're, you, you have to show up every day to learn what you need to learn. You have to do your homework and do what you need to do in order to, you know, learn what you need to learn and, and pass the class. If you just don't show up, it's like your kid. It's like your kid goes to school. If you have kids and they have a certain project that they need to do, they need to, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know why this came to my head, but they need to grow a plant. And the teacher says we need to give it plant food and you need to water it and your kid just doesn't water it. Well, I don't have time to water my plant. Then you're going to say to your kid, well, you've got to do what you need to do. This is school. This is your homework. You have to make the time to water this plant if you want to pass the class, you know, or it's like you're going to school and your kid's like, well, I'm not motivated. I don't want to go to school today. You wouldn't say to your kid, oh, it's all right. Don't worry about it. You're not motivated to stay home. That's not how it works. In order to achieve the things that we want to achieve, we have to do the things that we need to do. And you can't keep doing the same thing and expect that, you know, things are going to change for you. You're also going to have to stay out of your comfort zone and in that unnerving space right I know this, this conversation's totally gone off on a tangent but in that unnerving space is when you're on the precipice of making change so you want to step out of your comfort zone you want to kind of not force your body but you want to change your habits you have certain ways of living certain ways of thinking certain things that you believe and in order to change those you have to make changes that might feel uncomfortable that might be inconvenient for you might do you know what I mean that might be a little bit of work for you but it's definitely worth working through because 
the end of this program, it's about living your, losing your weight in a way where you don't have to do weird shit for the rest of your life, where you don't have to think about what you're eating or not eating anymore. I've maintained my weight for 30 years. I don't stress about what I'm going to eat, not eat. I just wake up every day. I woke up today. Tony went and got me a coffee. He's like, do you want some egg bites? I'm like, um... No, I'm good right now, so I don't really feel like breakfast. You know, ask me tomorrow, and I might be eating bacon and eggs. You know, I will just go throughout my day and assessing, paying attention to my body's cues of when I'm starting to get hungry. I, you know, definitely still am in a, my water always fluctuates, so I'm in a dehydrated state right now, so I have to get caught up in my water, so I have to force myself to drink my water because, you know, I know it's good for me and I'm behind on it, so, you know, I'll make a point of drinking my water. That's probably the most work that I need to do because water isn't, you know, you're, you're you, you know, you, you have... There's lots of reasons why you get dehydrated. You have wine, you get dehydrated. Salty food, dehydrated. You work out, dehydrated. I'm doing hot yoga right now, so I need to make sure I drink enough. So other than being reminded to you know, pay attention to myself and drink some water every now and then because it's good for me, I don't think about I don't think about it. And that's where we want you to get to. Physically calm, mentally calm. And that's what, why you're going through all of this rigmarole just to get to that space, right? And that's that sustainability factor. That was a great question. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Um, I'm eating all my food and water, so I'm stuffed by the end of the day. Yes. Okay, yeah. That physically, so, so let me read the rest. But I was craving last night. I know I'm not hungry. What would you suggest to do or eat down six pounds? Okay, I love this. Okay. I'm eating all my food and water, so I'm stuffed by the end of the day, but, I'm cra- I, but I was craving last night. I know I'm not hungry. What would you suggest I do or eat? Okay. So first of all, a lot of you are coming into this process with your metabolism really slow. So your body doesn't really function at an optimal level to handle the influx of foods. Digesting and eating foods five to six times a day, exhausting for your body. It's like your your metabolism can't really keep up, but it will. It's not going to be like, no, don't give me this food. It's going to rise to the occasion. So in the first couple of days of the program, you can kind of feel bloated, kind of feel a little stuffed. A lot of times people will say, well, the water's making me full. The water's making it so I'm not hungry. The water doesn't do that. So think about starving people you give them a glass of water it ain't going to do shit to help take their hunger levels away chances are you know if you drink the water and you're no longer hungry you weren't really hungry in the first place you're just dehydrated and your body's trying to get you to crave you know high high water high water content foods like fruits and such to get you to drink water right so so what's going to happen and the more consistent and this is why you got to be consistent the more consistent you are the more the body will will adapt the more there's your hit and miss it means that you know there's the the more you hit and miss it's going to take you longer to get to your body 
working at a level that we need. So what's going to happen is that your body's going to boost your metabolism. You're going to start to notice that you actually are hungry. Your body's going to start communicating with you. So that's one. You're going to have better energy. You're going to feel a lot less leaner and your body's going to let you know that you're hungry. On the other side of that, you're also going to notice that as your body starts to communicate with you and tells you that you're hungry, it's also going to let you know when you're full. It's also going to start saying, hey, you know, I've, I've like really strong hunger cues doesn't mean you need more food. It just means your body's being very clear about letting you know. It'll also be very clear about letting you know when you've had enough, which is really cool. So you do want to make sure if you're hungry at night that you are not only eating five, six times a day, you are doing it to satisfaction and you're food, making your food choices as nutrient rich as possible. Um, not just having a salad with, you know, some chicken, like, you know, lettuce with the chicken on it and that's it. If you are having salads and it's not all about salads, make sure you load it up with vegetables, nuts, seeds, avocados, healthy dressings and all that. Give your food as much bang for its buck. So, cause people get a lot of food and eat it often. It doesn't mean it's nutrient rich. Um, so make sure that you are doing that. Make sure you're drinking enough water. So, you know, it could be that you're drinking more water than you're used to, but you're still not drinking enough. So if you're specifically craving sugar, chances are it means that you need to bump up your water. Now, there could also be, this could be a lot of things. It could also be residual cravings. So if every Friday night, for example, you sit down with a glass of wine and a bag of chips, or you have a nice little treat or whatever after, after, in the evening, and that's kind of your pattern. Friday night rolls around, you put on your favorite show, you do your favorite routine, you sit down, and now where's your food? And sometimes your body will have re residual cravings based on habits. So if you used to eat at night, your body might be like, hey, where's our food? Do you know what I mean? So yes, you're right, you don't need it, but why is your body asking for it? Is it because you actually do and you didn't make your foods nutrient rich throughout the day? Chances are with eating five to six times a day, that is not it. Because if you are following the food plan, like you said, you're getting more than enough and you're getting nutrient-rich foods, even if you aren't making a push to make them as nutrient-rich as possible. Um, if, if it's if it's sugar-based, like I said, it could be water. It could be that residual craving at a habit, which will go away, which is why you don't want to feed into it. Drink some tea. Try to just go a couple of days. Because if you can go a couple of days without and catch the feeling of what you feel like when you don't eat the night before, when you wake up, it's amazing how much better you feel the day before like in the morning after you don't eat at night. So really focus on that feeling because you're trying to break the habit of it. The other reason, I don't know how many reasons I'm at. The fourth reason is that you could be in detox. So a sign of detox, the very loose term that I use when your body's about to drop fat um, is that you are extra hungry in the evening, even though you've eaten all your meals and snacks during the day, right? And waking up at three or four o'clock time in the middle of the night, because that means your body cycles through, is detoxing through your kidneys and liver, which is your detox organs. And then, you know, not feeling so hot, bloated, whatever, the next morning, and water not being appealing. So based on the fact that you have lost six pounds this week, I would put my money on the fact that your body's in detox and releasing fat, which is why you're extra hungry in the evening. So, so see what I'm saying? This is why, this is why weight loss is so much more complicated than what you're eating and when, and it's really understanding all of these things. And so what, what was the feeling? What can you do? I can't, I don't know where the, the post is. So, so, oh, I wish I would have found that. Um, I don't know. I'm, I totally lost that. Let me see if I can find, oh, here we go. What suggestion, what do you suggest we do or eat? Um, okay, so you have to have faith that, first of all, you're eating enough food throughout the day. And once it gets dark outside, your body, first of all, your your metabolism and your digestion slow down in the evening. 
And this is part of your body releasing melatonin uh, to, to get your body ready for a nice deep sleep. So your body's trying to calm you down and get you ready for a nice deep sleep. Because after eating all day long and functioning all day long, your body's not interested in continuing that. It really wants to sh you to shut you down. It wants you to go to sleep. And it wants you to get a nice deep and REM sleep so it can repair and rebuild, rejuvenate, rejuvenate, and detox at night. And so that's really primarily what your body's interested in. So technically after night, your body, after it gets dark, your body really has no natural need for you to eat. So a lot of it is based on other reasons. So it's really best to not. And, 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 and it's not that, you know, don't, just don't. If you have to eat, have something. Best to have a little extra of whatever you had at dinner. Um, but the sooner you kind of break the habit, um, you know, be consistent and make sure you're eating all your meals and snacks, which sounds like you are. Make them nutrient rich. You know, that could be a bump up that you could do. Um, make sure you're getting that water in. It's just recognize that that's just your, your, your body's way of just communicating. Just because you're hungry doesn't mean that you need to eat. So for example, tell me, we're going to break down and talk about hungry, hunger, especially in the evening. Now, now that I would sound like a horrible, awful person telling you not to eat in the evening if you're hungry, but I can say that because I know that you've just eaten five, six times a day, right? Giving your body everything that it possibly needs. And it's normal to be hungry in the evening for a variety of different reasons. So it really is best to break the, break the habit by breaking your routine. So that's one thing that you make sure your foods are nutrient rich, make sure you are drinking the water. If it's residual, break the routine. So have some tea, do something different, uh, you know, make a point of, of switching up your routine. That makes it easier to break the habit of it. And then try to have some tea if you, if you think that it's detox, um, because you really want to capitalize on that scale moving the next day, right? So, so that's what I would suggest. And then outside of that, if you really feel like you really need something, then, you know, you can have the best thing to do is have, have some leftovers or whatever you had at dinner would be the best thing to have. Um, that was a great question. That was a great question. Good question. Uh, morning when I'm making or plating my meals, I feel like I'm making and eating too much. Like last night I had a bowl of salad and a bowl of chili. Should it all fit on a plate or do we worry about that right now? Great question, Don. Okay. So no, we're not. So we do have that infographic of like, you know, how much vegetables, proteins, that's just to give you a visual sense a lot. We're trying to um, make the program accessible to everybody. Some people learn by reading the information. Some people learn by, you know, watching videos. Some people like visually, right? So there's a lot of visual learners in here. And so you definitely don't have to like, you know, have your plate look exactly like what's on the plate. So for example, for, for lunch, you just want to focus on making sure you got vegetables in there and protein is not as important at lunch as it is at dinner for example. So you just want to make vegetables the focus. You want to add your protein. You want to add your, you know, health, healthy fats. You want to get some leafy greens in there somewhere. Do you know what I mean? And if you feel inclined, you can add in some heavier carbs at lunch. Um, now that can be straight up on your plate. Like that could be some broccoli, chicken, um, you know, a um, little bit of rice, side salad, and some avocado on your salad, right? Like it could be a traditional plate of food with a side salad. It could also be a chili. It could be a soup, you know, everything kind of, you know, a rice, chicken, broccoli soup. Um, it could be a stir fry. It could be sort of any one of those combinations, right? So you don't necessarily have to worry about making your food rep represent the plate that you see in that lunch and dinner visual guide. Um, we're going to get, what you want to make sure is you have the elements. That's really most important. Second of all, you want to make sure that you're eating to satisfaction. And so a lot of people, when they're new to the program, they don't really know what that means. So they're just used to eating everything off their plate or till their bellies are extended in full. We are going to actually really work on that in the next 
next couple weeks and get you really in tune by asking four questions. Really bringing awareness. So when you are plating your food, for example, how is this portion for me? Before I even eat this portion of food, how am I going to feel if I eat it all? And some of you, your bodies might not say anything, but as, by the time you're done this program, your body will be just won't shut up. It'll be talking to you. You'll know exactly how you're going to feel. Um, and, and I say that because, um, for example, um, it's just like your body is so smart and it's associated everything with everything. So if you've ever had any food that you've been sick on, like if you had a food poisoning or you drank alcohol that just is, you know, you got really sick on just the thought of it, just the name of it. For me, it's lemon gin, 18 groups later and saying it doesn't make it easier. Um, lemon gin. When I was in high school, I drank lemon gin, barfed my face off. Even just saying it, ah, I can't have anything that even resembled it. I love gin and tonics, throw some lemon in there and I'm just like, ah, no. So it was, uh, lemon gin was seven up. Oh, ugh, my stomach is just like already like, um, so that's how your body associates things. So, so that's, that's, we're going to do that. It does that with all the food. It's just that a lot of times we're not in tune to asking it. We're not paying attention to it. We're so disconnected to it. We're not listening to it and it's not talking to us. So we really want to strengthen that mind body connection. Or for example, you take a Big Mac. Think of eating a Big Mac right now right? A big greasy Big Mac, the double patties, whatever's on it. I don't get, I don't get Big Macs. So I don't know. And then think about eating that literally the grease and then put your mouth on it. And how, if you last time you had it, what that feels like, or even a slice of pizza and pizza's yummy, like the breads and the cheese and whatever. And then think about a bowl of fruits. Like just the energy of the fruit is even lighter, right? That feels like heavy and you know what I mean? Like yummy maybe, but heavy. And then think of eating fruit, you know, fruit is nice and light. Think about drinking a coffee in the morning and what goes well with coffee, you know, like muffins and bagels and you know what I mean? Sweet stuff goes well with your coffee and whatever. Think about drinking your lemon water with, you know, your lemon water. What goes fresh, fresher foods, right? Go better with your lemon water. So, so anyway, but how's this potion for me before I even eat? We're going to start asking that. How do I feel while eating. So while you're actually eating, how do you feel? Like, are you starting to feel full? You know, are you, are you still hungry? Um, what if you were to take a few bites more? What if you take a few bites less? Like, you know, like really assessing how your body's cues. And then when you're done eating, how did you know you're fucking done? <laughs> how did you know you were done? Do you know what I mean? Like, really? How do you know when you're done eating your food? Think about this. I know this is going to trip a lot of you up because you're like, oh my God, I don't even know. I just portion out my food and then I eat it. Um, you know, so that's a big one. And this is reinforced by restaurants, for example. You go to a restaurant, they don't like weigh you or, or measure your metabolism when you walk in the door, your hunger levels, do they? You walk in the door and, and you order your food and every single person gets the same portion of food. Every single portion gets the person gets the same portion of food, right? Some people are like four foot two, some people are like six foot three. Everyone gets the same portion, so we're kind of used to that. Just eat everything on your plate, you know. And then the last question is going to be, how do you feel when you walk away? So after you're done eating your food and your body starts to process and digest your food, how do you feel, right? So, so we're gonna, and I know that's a little bit getting ahead, but th those are the kind of steps and practices we're gonna put into play to help us get even more in tune to our portions. What you're gonna notice, portion wise, and I know I'm way off topic for whatever someone asked, is that as you follow the food plan, the more consistent you are about it, you're going to notice your portions naturally decreasing. You're going to notice that. You're going to notice that all of a sudden, if you pack your lunch for lunch every day, you're not going to be as hungry for your lunch as you were before. And that's something we want to allow to happen naturally, which is why we don't mess with portions for another couple of weeks, because you're going to notice just by following the food plan, eating more nutrient-rich foods, constantly eating to satisfaction. You're going to eating so often, you're going to notice that your portions are going to naturally decrease without even doing anything other than following the food plan. And we want to allow that to happen. So that's why we don't actually mess with portions until another few weeks to 
Um, so to answer your question, Dawn, when I'm making and plating my meals, I feel like I'm making and eating too much. Like last night I had a bowl of salad with a bowl of chili. Now, did you think by looking at it, it was too much? Or did you think by eating it, eating it, was it too much? If it's too much, it's probably too much. So what you can do is put your food on your plate, which you think is the appropriate amount. If you need more, go back for more. Do you know what I mean? So play around with that. But I love that you're even paying attention to that and noticing that, which is really cool because that, that's a big part of the process. Should it fit on one plate or do we worry about that right now? No, you don't have to worry about that right now. And if you need extras, go back for extras, right? Like if you plate what you think is the right amount, you got to go back for more and go back for more. Um, nothing wrong with that. I'd rather honestly people be eating more now rather than less, rather than less. So don't worry about that. Like, like for example, um, you know, there's that, I'm not into tomfoolery or trickery, you know, like, um, I'm not into out of sight, out of mind with your food. I think that if you live in a house, especially with other people, you need to be be able to learn how to be calm around food. And if you have teenagers like me, you got to have, well, I also eat the chips too, but you know, you got to have chips in the house. You got to have stuff in the house for them, you, you know, for them to eat just because you're looking to lose weight doesn't mean everyone else can't eat the things that they want to eat. So I'm not a fan of like not going out in social situations and avoiding things because you're trying to lose weight. I'm not a fan of removing everything from your house because you're trying to lose weight. Um, I, I'm not a fan of using small plates to try to trick your mind into thinking you're eating more food. I don't want to do that. I want to actually be in tune. <laughs> I want to strengthen your mind-body connection. So no matter what friggin' size of plate that you're eating on, you're in tune to what portions that you want to be consuming. Again, counting, weighing, and measuring, that's where you have to do weird shit like that. Like use smaller plates. Everything is outside of yourself. Measuring, tricking, fooling. I'm not into that. I'm just like into working through it, physically giving your body what it needs, giving it the time that it needs to rewire and work how it's come to function, mentally working through your issues and associations, your habits, creating new ones, getting super in tune with yourself, that mind-body connection. That's what the getting by that complex. You don't have to count and fucking weigh or measure nothing for the rest of your fucking life. That's what we're after around here, you know? And that's where this work that may seem tedious and at first may be like, why are we doing this? And why do we have to do that? And why can't we do this? And why can't we do that? But you're gonna realize there's all the rhyme and reason to it, which is super cool. That's such a great question. Um, I also struggle with getting behind and take time off. Even though I know the app is there at the day, you start back on with the Facebook lives, I would have to ignore. So, you know, this is so, this is needing it to be perfect. And, and, light, and life is not going to allow you to have it be perfect. And so I really get this. A lot of people struggle with working behind in the group, right? Um, but the thing is, this is about your journey. Wouldn't you rather do it right and get the most of it? Or you want to keep up with the Joneses and keep up with everyone's at? So you, you can still watch the Facebook lives from where, you know, the group is at and still follow behind on day one. You know, it's, if anything, working behind the program gives you great insight into where you're at. A lot of people are like this. Well, I'm behind in the group. I'm not, I'm not motivated. So I'm just going to wait till next group. Okay. So you're just going to keep starting again until and quitting if it's not perfect along the way, right? Like this is, and the program's meant to be systematic. So if you skip steps and skip weeks and jump ahead, I mean, right now it's so early in the program, it's not going to make a difference. So you can totally skip ahead. Um, you know, but down the road, you start skipping weeks. I, I'm not guaranteeing nothing for you. Do you know what I mean? Like you're just doing your own thing at that point and you really don't want to do that. And I get it, but what does it matter what anyone else is doing or where anyone else is at in reality? The app, whether you, if you're following along in the app, do you know what I mean? You can watch the check-in video. You can watch the lives from that day. The reality is with the lives, although you are asking questions, I'm not getting to most of them. 
Do you know what I mean? So it's still, it's still one of those things like I used to do 7 p.m. lives and people really miss the 7 p.m. lives, but they don't miss the lives. They miss the interaction behind the scenes. And this is where you can still be engaged in the group and follow along and be at your own pace and still have conversations with people in the group. So, you know, don't let the fact that you're behind or you get behind stop you from focusing on yourself, your individual journey. And this program works on an individual basis. 28,000 people in the group. Uh, we're going to help you make this individual to you. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the program, the process. It matters that you're showing up every day and doing the things that you need to do. But I'm not going to dismiss the fact that it's hard because you feel like you want to be where everyone else is. I mean, I feel like that's the story of my life. <laughs> I feel like it's the story of my life. You know, I had four kids when I was younger and I felt really not set back because I'm, I love where I'm at right now. But I, you know, I, I, I've always sort of felt that especially in my career so behind in my life, but that doesn't stop me from still, you know, showing up every day and doing the things I need to do. So, so that might be an issue, internal issue of like something deeper for you in terms of needing to be, you know, where, where you're not. And with this journey, it's really important to meet yourself where you are at, to cut yourself some slack, to leave wiggle room for life. You know, it would be ideal if everyone can start on day one and end on not day 91 and we can do it all together. But what's more important than that is that you getting the most of this program, this process, that you following through on the steps. Like, do you know what I mean? And I think if you do that, you're going to be more confident in the end, even if it takes you longer to follow through on the program and the process. Also, like, so at the end of the program, we only run, we only work 91 days, the program. So we do stop answering questions in the group, but would be more benefit for you is to be behind in the group and follow through and take you say you only get to day 57 and then the new group starts again, then start again and repeat and then follow through on that. That would be almost more of a benefit for you. So just because you didn't finish up the program doesn't mean that you can't start the next program. Anyway, I don't want to get too much into that, but we have a whole team of people who are going to be so happy to help you along the way, give you guidance regardless of where you're at. So if you just focus on your own individual journey, it's not really going to matter. So if you go back, for example, and you're following on day, you're on day two and you ask a question on the day two check-in, the team will still answer it over there. That we, we have checks and balances. We're constantly, you know, it doesn't matter where you ask your questions, except on the live, which is the only place we don't circle back. We got you. We're here for you. But that's a good point. And I don't want to not validate the fact that that's a real feel. You know, that's a real feel, right? And and the feels you're going to notice are all part of the program. It's all about the feels, man. It's all about bringing up the feels, working through the feels, all of that. You know, you got to keep showing up, keep showing up. We're here for you. We'll, we'll set your mind at ease. We'll set your mind at ease. Um... Second program, up two pounds on the scale. First program lost 22.6 and five pounds in between groups. Such a mental process with this program. Yeah, right? So Christina, so the, the, it's normal. I hope you've taken time to get caught up in all the information this week. If you haven't, make sure that you do ask as many questions as you need. There's no extra information this week except for the guidelines tomorrow. So the team is very much still working all day. So get caught up on that. Review that scale post for sure. It is so unnerving. It continues to be unnerving when your scale goes up. But remember, it's so normal for the scale to go up for a variety of different reasons. But man, you can lose a hundred pounds and still have that scale go up and still be unnerved by it. Even though it's normal for the scale to go up before it drops, right? Like it still can be unnerving. Um, even though there's a good reason for it, it's not real weight gain. It can also be a sign that your weight is about to drop. So definitely wrap your head around the scale. It's normal for, it's normal for you not to lose a pound at this point. It will be normal for some of you not to lose for a few weeks still. It's normal for some of you to be dropping right away. It's normal for the scale to go up before it drops. It's also normal as it's dropping for it to go back up, right? And stay there for a bit before it draws back down to that new low. A drop is always a drop. 
and and up is always a superficial increase based on salty food, hard to digest food, alcohol, whatever. It's not real weight gain, um, or it's a sign that your weight's about to drop. So keep that in mind throughout this program, the process you're following. A drop is always a drop. Your new low is always a new low because it's not water weight because <laughs> you're going to be water weight when we're drinking so much water and eating so much food. Um, so a drop is always a drop, but it is normal for that scale to fluctuate for sure. Um, that's a big one, especially after you have a big drop. A lot of times it'll go right back up again. That's just your body retaining that water in order to continue dropping. So don't stress about that. I got to go. I'm sure that is my time for today. Um, I love having these conversations. Um, don't, uh, just because I didn't get to your question, don't stop them from coming. Um, you'll find that as we go, I start going through more and more and more questions. It's just that I know that there's a lot of people and a lot of new people to the program. So you guys are asking some really good questions. That's create some good talking points just in terms of a, a general overview and kind of the information that you need to get started and into this process. Biggest takeaway, be here at the end. Ask yourself, are you going to be here at the end? Let's take a few minutes. Let's take, I only have about 10 seconds. Ask yourself right now, do you think you're going to be here at the end? Right? How's that resonating with you? Um, now, you may just be really shaky on that and be like, I don't even know. I'm not sure about that, which is fine. But recognize that. You want to be here at the end. This isn't a program that's one week, two weeks, three weeks, how quickly you lose in the beginning. None of those things. you got to be here right to the very last day of the program because it's amazing also how small numbers can accumulate. It's amazing how you can go weeks without dropping and all of a sudden start to see big drops. It's all about being here at the end. Is this going to be another diet that you just start and you stop and you quit? Um, are you going to allow yourself wiggle room to not be perfect because it's, it's not a about being perfect. It's about progress over perfection. You know what I mean? So a lot of this will be getting out of your own way, consistently showing up, showing up long enough, you know, to actually make real change in the body. That'll be the biggest struggle for everyone. Some of you will quit and most of you will follow through and be so happy that you did. And the people that quit, I guarantee you, you're going to come back at the end and three months is going to fly by. You're going to see the results that people saw and you're going to be like, why didn't I follow through? Then you're going to be reaching out, sending your emails and say, I, I want what they want. How do I, how do I, you know, lose the weight? And I'm going to say, why did you quit? Well, I didn't lose as, as quickly as I wanted in the beginning. Okay. But that we told you that was normal. Well, you know, I, I couldn't eat six times a day. Well, we told you that changes as we go. Do you know what I mean? People have lots of reasons why they're going to quit. I guarantee you if you're one of those people at the end, you're going to be wishing that you didn't because three months is going to fly by. Plus we're going to be rolling into the summer. You want this to be the last year you ever need to worry about losing weight. You want this to be the last time you need to worry about losing weight for the summer or rolling into the summertime. You want to be sitting in a good place. Wintertime is a great time to lose weight. Be all in, ask your questions, read the information, wrap your head around the next 91 days. Have an amazing freaking weekend, everyone. I'll check in later. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.